0: at law group portions of the following program were pre-recorded. recorded
1: all right lou so it's a bombshell story that was first shared uh well in the indianapolis star but it also was shared by the president of the united states to criticize uh the supreme court for its uh extreme abortion ruling uh here's what the president had to say do you have the audio travis yes travis audio i don't maybe hear. maybe not but no i technical. know what he said technical anyway so so uh, biden got up there and was all uh, morally indignant about a tragedy a tragic story uh he said uh, a 10 year old girl uh found out she was pregnant six in a six weeks and three days after she was pregnant uh which meant in ohio she's not able to terminate the pregnancy Apparently, she was raped. And, Not apparently. There's no other way for her to be pregnant. Yeah, she had and to and have been assaulted. Yeah, yeah, and and so uh, she had to travel across state lines to Indiana to get the abortion. Now, an abortion activist uh, who's also a medical doctor uh, shared the story uh, with the Indianapolis Star. Went on MSNBC. Also shared the story there. Uh, and then clammed up and didn't say another word about anything. The Indianapolis Star didn't say anything about it. Washington Post even did a, tried to do a fact check and said, we can't verify that this even happened. The attorney general of, uh, of, of uh, Ohio came out and said, uh, can't verify that this happened because under state law, whoever treated this girl had a a, 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 a a legal responsibility, a statutory responsibility, an obligation to report it to police so that it could be um, investigated and that whoever raped her could be um, uh, uh, brought to justice. And so all the way yesterday, uh, uh, my, my point of view, a lot of folks' point of view, even the Washington Post's point of view, said uh, that this might be a made-up story. Now we find out That it is a true story, and uh, the guy who uh, raped the girl, ready for it, is an illegal immigrant. Yep, 27-year-old illegal alien. And by the way, you don't see that in the headline.
2: They just say that the man has been identified. A 27-year-old man, Uh, like as if it's just
1: some average man out there. Well, more importantly than that, it's not even on CNN. Uh, CNN is not carrying the story. No, it's no good anymore. It's they, no good they, for they only anymore. wanted the part
2: of the story where this poor girl has to travel across state lines because if you mean pro-life people.
1: Yeah. And so you've got this uh, story that, uh, again, was suspicious on the face of it. And uh, the, uh, uh, the media at least was doing its job, uh, you know, going after the, uh, the, the whole story, trying to find out why uh, this uh, uh, was not reported to police. Now we find out that it was reported to police, but for whatever reason, for whatever reason, it was not made readily public. Not even the Attorney General of Ohio, who has vast resources and would know, right? Um, The Attorney General of Ohio did not even know about this. Now it's been dropped by the media because of the illegal immigrant angle. And so the question becomes, is this a story about abortion? I believe it is because – I think most Americans, even the pro-life Americans, would say, you know, when it comes to rape, there's an exception. When it comes to a 10-year-old girl after six, and a half, six weeks and three days, yeah, there's an exception. Um, reasonable people can, can, can oh, absolutely see that. I, I, I think 99%
2: that. of Americans are there when,
3: in, in yeah. this circumstance. And I even mean, the Supreme Court's
1: there. It. The right. Supreme Court's there because they said let people decide in each of the states. Um, and yet, the Democrats tried using this as we'll see. You know, the Supreme Court wants this girl uh, to, wants to punish this girl. This is the the perfect example of what we're talking about. And all of us Republicans were like, uh, "Yeah, no, that's not what most Republicans even think." Right. There are some Republicans who are strictly pro life. They think conception means conception, no matter how the baby came par- uh, about. Um, and it was led to a weekend of very uncomfortable uncom- um, interviews by some, I think, incapable politicians. Christy Noem, I respect your religious views, but you didn't handle the situation very well this weekend because she couldn't answer the question, "What would you do in this situation?" But now the media can't even touch this story because it's an illegal immigrant that did it. They, yeah, and they, it really they, they, it, they, they have underscores to just talk about
2: issue. a 27-year-old man, right? And this I mean, this goes to the, the very nature of what of what divides us as a nation. Right. What we can't agree upon as everybody is clutching their pearls about the shame of, of the uh, Supreme Court's decision. They never ask the question. Well, wait a minute. Is there an APB out for the assailant? Is he assa- is he assaulting other 10 year old girls? Is there a pattern? I mean, what about the other half of the story? The part that's, you know, that's still happening. Uh, we understand that she was able to get her pregnancy terminated in a neighboring state, uh, and that, you know, was a circumstance of the Supreme Court decision and, and the voters of Ohio. Okay, but what about the other part? It, there was never uh, an abortion abortion rights supporter that was even interested
1: in the whereabouts of the assailant. By the way, the uh, abortion zealot who leaked this story out to the Indianapolis Star, Dr. Caitlin Bernard, <coughs> excuse me, she's now been charged with... Um, violating uh federal HIPAA law oh because of the information (laughs) uh yeah yeah, because she clearly uh disclosed uh uh, information about a patient that she uh treated the the presumption is that she actually performed the abortion now that's that's why she's being slapped with the HIPAA uh, issue
2: well I I you know I don't know what's going to happen to this guy but at least they got him uh and uh you know, I'm, I'm, well, I'm pretty harsh. If he were in I'd L.A., be-
1: they'd release him, right?
2: That's right. Yeah, he'd be let go on his own recognizance yeah. in Los Angeles. But, uh, I mean, I, I'd, I'd be supportive of disarming him from ever making this uh, mistake again. That's for sure.
1: Uh, I assume you've signed the uh, Taxpayer Protection Act, yes?
2: Oh, me, my wife, my wife's business partner, and a whole bunch
1: of clients, yeah. Well, we did another signature drive today. It just wrapped up uh, right now at 6 o'clock. But if people missed out, you can still sign up online to ask us to mail you a petition tomorrow and if you, if again if you get it in the next 3 days sign it get five or six signatures mail it back the deadline to mail it back to us is July 20th so go to opposetaxhikes.com that's opposetaxhikes.com opposetaxhikes.com and we will mail you the petition if you sign up if you can't make it to one of the locations or if you didn't make it to one of the locations that our volunteers were in front of today now this obviously relates to one of the topics I know you're talking about at six, which is we don't want to have tax increases because it already costs too much to to live with the, the skyrocketing inflation.
2: Yeah. 9% 9.1% inflation, Carl. It's just unbelievable what's happening in this country. And there is no end in sight. We'll share with you some of the numbers and president Biden's reacting. Also governor Gavin Newsom and the democratic legislature is set to send back some of your tax dollars in the form of gas relief, but Guess who gets none? And Starbucks is pulling out of some major US cities including one California hellhole. We'll tell you about it. All coming up next right now with Lou on News Radio 600 KOGO. But first, Jack Cronin
4: has the latest. This is News Radio 600 KOGO, KOGO and KMYI HD2 San Diego. Live, local, breaking.
0: Cal Fire crews are battling a 10-acre brush fire in Otay, Mesa. I'm Jack Cronin, the COGO News Center. This is on the east side of Harvest Road in Otay, Mesa, near Donovan State Prison between Lone Star Road and Otay, Mesa Road. It started as a car fire, got into the grass. Cal Fire said it started out with a dangerous rate of spread because it was in that open space, but they got a handle on it. They're making good progress. The potential now is currently at 10, potential for 20. The crews are on scene in Otay, Mesa, and they are making progress. It comes after a small fire today started near the 54 and the 125 in Bonita. Crews got a handle on that pretty quickly, but it was along Quarry Trail north of the Sweetwater Dam here this afternoon. Small brush fire along the 54 and the 125. that was wrapped up quickly. The one going on right now in the South Bay is a 10-acre fire in Otay Mesa. San Diego police are looking for a group of four teenagers in connection with a possible gang shooting that killed a 14-year-old boy. The victim is 14-year-old Enrique Medina. He was shot and killed around 1.30 in the afternoon Sunday near 37th and Polk was walking on the streets. Police say there was a group that came up to him, shooting and killing him. Those suspects, they say, are four Hispanic boys, ages 16 to 19. Possible gang affiliations Anyone with information can call Crime Stoppers and remain anonymous or San Diego Police. 600 hotel workers at the Hilton Bayfront downtown in San Diego are threatening to go on strike here during Comic-Con.
1: I think that hotel workers in general are fed up. And they need to be in the middle class, like they can't afford to survive in a very expensive city like San Diego. And we really need the employers to do better by them. And so we're hoping Hilton will set the standard.
0: That's Bridget Browning, the president of Unite Here Local 30, the union representing these 400 full-time employees, 200 more part-time workers. They're voting to authorize a potential strike this coming Friday. Negotiations with the Hilton Bayfront are sent for Monday and Tuesday. San Diego Mayor Todd Gloria and San Diego City Council members Raul Campillo and Stephen Whitburn join the workers at a rally here here this morning. Inflation numbers are in for the month of June and they continue to set records. The U.S. hit 9% plus for the month of June, the highest in 41 years.
1: Inflation was even hotter than forecast in June, a sign you were paying a lot more for things last month. The Consumer Price Index rose 1.3% from May to June. For the year ending in June, the CPI was up 9.1%, putting inflation back at 1981% levels. Excluding food and energy, the increase was still very strong, 5.9%, though that's the only bright spot core inflation decreased from May.
0: That's Jenny Kosola. Gas prices in San Diego have dropped here, but they're still above $6 a gallon. Six oh one a gallon is the total for San Diego County, according to AAA today. 36 cents off the last 26 days, but still $1.72 higher than a year ago. comes as the president is in the Middle East, a trip taking him to Israel and Saudi Arabia.
2: President Biden arrived in Israel greeted by the country's leaders, like Israeli President Isaac Herzog.
0: Mr. President,
3: welcome to Israel, our brother Joseph.
0: This is the 10th time President Biden has traveled to Israel. His first is president.
3: The connection between the Israeli people and the American people is bone deep.
0: President Biden is getting briefed on Israel's Iron Dome and Iron Beam missile defense systems. He will also meet with Palestinian leaders in the West Bank. That's Jared Halpern. Let's check in real-time traffic now. Cocoa News Time 603.
4: And thank you, Jack. This report is sponsored by Frazier Farms Natural Grocery. Southbound 163, Claremont Mesa Boulevard. We've got a disabled pickup truck in lanes. Uh, CHP's doing a traffic break to get that cleared out. And then you're on the brakes from Friars Road all the way into downtown San Diego on the South 163. We have a crash that's blocking the fast lane on the South 163 just before the 8 connector. Southbound 15 still heavy through Murphy Canyon. You're going to be on the brakes from before the 52 down to Balboa. And then it's heavy again from El Cajon Boulevard down to the 94 connector. Still about 20 minutes from the 163 split down to I. on the Southbound 15. Southbound 5 and 805 looking a lot better getting into the South Bay. We're about 28 minutes now on both those freeways from the split to the 54. At Fraser Farms, quality is their family standard, and your family deserves nothing less. This week, save on Washington's finest Rainier cherries, just $3.99 per pound, and Bitchin' Sauce, Dippin' Sauces, for $3.99 each. Visit Fraser Farms today in La Mesa, Oceanside, and Vista. I'm Jared Edwards. Coco's next real-time traffic updates coming up at 6.13.
0: Coast of San Diego weather starts to start warming up here tomorrow and into the weekend. Upper 80s inland tomorrow, low 90s inland Friday, Saturday, Sunday. On the coast, it'll get into the low to mid 70s still, relatively consistent. But the warm-up comes inland, and it starts tomorrow with a chance for rain and thunderstorms. 10 to 15% chance for thunderstorms all the way through Sunday as well. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday starting tomorrow in the mountains and deserts. Right now, downtown San Diego, we're looking at 71 degrees. Degrees. I'm Jack Cronin. Next update comes at 6.30. Here we go tonight with the Benrose.
2: Thank you so much. Let's jump right in. So inflation accelerated more than expected. A new four-decade high in the month of June as prices of everyday necessities remained painfully high, exacerbating a financial strain for millions of Americans and everyone here in San Diego, and worsening a political crisis for President Joe Biden.
3: 9.1% year over year, much hotter than expected, everybody. November 1981 is the last time that we have seen an inflationary number this high for CPI. Again, 9.1%. There you go, folks. That is the big story here. Uh, Now, let's go to that uh, month over Month. If you strip out food and energy, let me give you the annual year over year. That's hotter than expected, too. The core, not that we care about that because it's all gas and food, but even the core number coming in hotter than expected at 5.9%. We were only looking for
2: 5.7%. Yeah, we were looking for, uh, but we didn't get it. Labor Department said that Consumer Price Index, a broad measure of everyday goods, including gasoline, groceries, and rent, 9.1%. Uh, that's uh, 1.3% up from a month ago. Those figures were both far higher than the 8.8% figure uh, that they expected the fastest pace of inflation, as you heard there, since December of 1981. Food and energy, to break it down, food and energy climbed 6%. 6% increase from April. So, you know, you hear these numbers, things are going up over the last since last year. No, 6% higher than April. Energy rose 7.5% up in June, up 41% from last year. At this point last year, it is 41% higher. Gasoline, 59.9, 60% higher than it was a year ago. And up 11% since May. I mean, these numbers are staggering. We go to food now. Chicken, milk, uh, let's see, fresh vegetables. All up. Uh, other worrisome signs that uh, uh, there's no end in sight shelter costs going up. On an annual basis, shelter costs, you know, that's like the roof over your head. It's up 5.6%, the fastest that the cost of housing has gone up since 1991. Rents are up. 51% now of San Diego go home to a place that they rent, whether it's a single family detached home or a condo or a a unit in a residential community or a duplex or a fourplex it's rented and rents have gone up uh across san diego highest rent largest monthly rent increase since april of 1986.
0: we are seeing the steepest increases on some of the basics like eggs milk, even cooking fats like butter. Eggs have increased by 33% over a year ago. Milk prices are up uh, more than 16% and cooking fats like butter and margarine, they're also up more than 26%. These are basic items that are included in every American kitchen and they are ingredients in so many of the foods and meals that we eat. Many people in the food business still don't expect prices to dramatically come down anytime soon because energy prices and labor costs are still very high. Yeah,
2: energy prices, 60%. Labor costs are going up uh, significantly. So there is no end in sight. And there is zero policy change taking place in Washington, D.C. There is no course correction whatsoever. There's a lot of talk But there's absolutely no, I mean, there is, I I don't know when you would want to hold, if you're president of the United States, when do you want to have a primetime press conference or when do you want to have a primetime national address, presidential address to the American people? He's running around Israel going, talking to the president of Mexico, going to Israel, going to other countries. What are you doing, man? I mean, I know what he's doing in politics when in trouble travel. But for a guy that's constantly talking about how he's every man, right? He's, a, he's Mr. Mr. America. Uh, he cares about Mr. and Mrs. America. He cares about the average folks out there, the middle class. Well then what do you do in talking about Ukraine? What are you doing talking about e- immigration from Mexico? What do you do in talking to anybody else? There is only one job at hand, and it is get America off this track and onto a right track. And it's not just this presidency and this administration, but Democrats in Congress and Democrats in the United States Senate. I mean, come on. I don't, I don't know how we can sustain percentage increases in costs like this when it comes to core things that we need. I mean, gasoline prices, energy prices, food prices. You just heard the lady. Even the the prices of, like, butter, the things that you make use to cook with. So it's not enough. We we can't go to restaurants anymore. We can't buy prepared foods, and you can't even buy the ingredients to make foods anymore. I don't know what this administration is uh, uh, looking toward uh, making America look like, but you know what it looks like to me? (laughs) I mean, I just feel like clipping coupons, Travis. Clip those coupons, butterfly those chicken breasts, uh, or do forget about chicken breasts. Go, you got to go with legs and thighs now. I mean, there's no chance that uh, yeah, there's gonna be any chicken breasts uh, involved in any of this. I mean, it is just it's it's unsustainable. Uh, the red wave can't come soon enough, and, and for no other reason. And I, by the way, I don't have a whole lot. Of, uh, of confidence in the contemporary National Republican Party to put us on any right track. I lost confidence in them when they abandoned my president when he was fighting for his life President Trump. Uh, but at the very least what they can do is put a screeching halt to all this right they can veto I mean, they, can, they can they can stop uh, sending any spending bill to the president. Uh, and at least then it would bring a, a screeching halt to this. So we could only we could just live at these ridiculous prices uh, until we change the leadership in the White House, which we absolutely have to do. 800-600-COGO, 800-600-5646 is the telephone number. All right, when we get back, we've got to talk about this gas tax rebate scam here in California. It's amazing. They finally came up with a number, and they are going to send your tax dollars back to you to offset the pain at the pump but guess who gets nothing? You're not going to believe it. That's coming up next, right now, with Lou
4: on News Radio 600 Kogo. First, speaking of traffic, Darren Edwards is taking a look. Hey, Jaren. Hey there, Lou. Thank you so much. And this report is sponsored by COVIDClinic.org. Northbound 15 at Ted Williams Parkway. We've got an accident that's just been moved over to the right shoulder. A couple of vehicles involved in that one. A few scattered brake lights in that area, but you're looking good most of the way up toward Escondido. Still lots of slow traffic, though, between the 76 and the Riverside County line on the northbound side of the 15. Southbound 15 at the 8 East Connector. CHP's doing a traffic break to clear some plywood out of travel lanes there. Eastbound 8 looking a lot better out of Mission Valley. You just still have some brake lights between the 15 and SDSU. Eastbound 52 still have you over the summit from Santo Road to Mission Gorge Road. It's about 18 minutes from the 805 to the 67. Reduce the likelihood of an outbreak locally. Doing your part is easy. Get tested. Visit covidclinic.org to learn more about who they are and what they stand for. If you plan on gathering, socially testing can help ensure that everyone remains safe. Schedule your appointment at covidclinic.org. I'm Darren Edwards. Coco's next real-time. My Radio Station what you
0: need to know about the new COVID sub-variants and boosters, live at 7.40 tomorrow morning on San Diego's Morning News. Check out the iHeart Pet of the Week, available at
2: your Rancho Coastal Humane Society. Head to kogo.com, keywords pet, sponsored by Nicodamos Farmers Insurance Agency, now offering pet insurance. Well, we've been talking about it a lot uh, over the last weeks and months. Uh, It's probably going on close to six months since Governor Newsom originally brought up the issue of a gas tax holiday or some kind of relief or some form of getting money back into the hard-working Californians who you know toil every day to make this state work right it probably sounded something like that and I know we've had lawmakers on that have argued, uh, and we've had both Republican and Democrat lawmakers who want to get together and figure out some kind of a way. Uh, it, the easiest way was to do exactly what President Joe Biden did, and that is just suspend the and for the federal government suspend the 18 cents a gallon charge. Here in California, Governor Gavin Newsom didn't want to do that. See, they don't want to suspend the tax at the pump at the point of sale because they know that in six months they're going to have to make the argument to raise it again, back to where it was. And that's a very challenging argument for Democrats. They never want taxes to sunset because they never want to have to go back to the taxpayer and justify why the tax should go back. So they don't want to go that route. So can't just uh, suspend the 59 cents at the pump. Uh, so they have to come up with some kind of scheme. They're going to give everybody back cash uh, and then they decided, no, we don't want to do that because it's not fair to people that, you know, don't drive, like as if gas tax and the price of fuel affect people that don't drive. But then, you know, it wasn't equitable because everything's about equality and being fair. So then they we're just going to give money to everybody. Then Newsom wanted to give money to everybody with a car. He's like, well, let's go to the DMV records. And if you have a car. Up to two cars, you get money. And the progressives and the legislators didn't like that because it was unfair to people who take buses or can't afford a car. So they went back and forth, ba-beep, ba-bop, ba-boop. Uh, and you and I have been left holding the bag paying these high gas prices and now they've come up with some kind of a scheme. State
3: lawmakers had planned to provide a gas rebate for those who don't normally file taxes, but that provision was removed during negotiations between Democrats in the state legislature and Governor Newsom. The gas tax rebate of at least $200 will be paid as a direct deposit sometime in October to those who filed a 2020 state tax return. Eddie McCoven, Cogo News. Yeah, Eddie McCoven filed the story today. It caught my ear. So,
2: $200 will be directly deposited in October for everybody that paid, or everyone that filed a tax return. Well, here's the problem not everybody files a tax return in the state of California, and everybody is hurt by the high
3: cost of fuel. Specifically, those. Who collects Social Security? Attorney Fan with Justice and Aging tells reporting partner 10 News people living on Social Security are among those who will be affected.
0: Social security disability recipients, like they typically don't file taxes because they don't, they're not required to. Social security benefits are not taxed in California. And so they're not in that pool.
2: Yes, can you believe this? So now in the negotiation, they cut out you. If you're receiving Social Security, you got screwed. You don't deserve to have, you know, the high cost of living, at least, you know, a a padding, a cushion with your own tax dollars. I mean, it's unspeakable. We are now living in a state where the governor and the Democrat legislature just negotiated a piece of legislation that will send cash to illegal aliens, but not to California Social Security recipients. So people will get money that don't even belong here, that are in this state illegally, over actual Californians who are receiving social security. I mean, it's unconscionable.
4: Travis, did you hear this story when it when it ran? I mean, I, I, I almost fell out of my chair. I actually I didn't hear it until you brought it up, and I Is thought it, it's incredible. Are you kidding a, me?
2: Right, and you know, it's I. I, I mean, I, I give Eddie McCuffin credit for for running the story. I think it's an important one, but it's it, it's lacking the necessary outrage. So I need to bring it to the fore. I need to amplify the story. What he's saying uh, in reporting the news is that they, they negotiated a, a a gas tax holiday, two hundred dollars directly deposit, uh, you know, come October, but they cut out the social security recipients. They kept in the illegal aliens. Just great. And my favorite part was it was part of the negotiation. Uh, somewhere in here yeah where is that let's hit that again he's like it was originally they did like you know think about that they said well wait a minute what about people that don't file a tax return shouldn't they get some money back
3: state lawmakers had planned to provide a gas rebate for those who don't normally file taxes but that provision was removed during negotiations between democrats in the state legislature and governor newsom yeah so that that part the, that didn't uh, that hit the cutting room floor of all things uh people that uh,
2: file that that receive social security with the least amount of wiggle room, the least amount of purchasing power. People that are on Social Security, my dad was on Social Security, I I took care of his books, I'm telling you, there's very little wiggle room uh, when you're receiving Social Security and you don't follow a tax return. So, you know, if there's a government program that's going to send everybody back a check, you really want to make sure that those people are on it because they need it the most. So it was negotiated. Somebody did think about that. And they said, well, let's see. Uh, We could give the money to Social Security recipients who are over the age of 62, who generally vote for Republicans. Nah, let's give the money to the illegal aliens. And let's call it a day. All those in favor, aye. Opposition, seeing none. Bill passes. Where is it? Let me sign it, says Governor Newsom. There we go. John Hancock on the illegal alien gas tax rebate screwed the Social Security recipient bill of 2022. Unbelievable. All right, so they're threatening to strike now down at the Hilton Bayfront uh, and uh, Comic-Cons coming back. Everybody's excited about it. We're trying to reinvigorate that portion of San Diego's economy, conventions and the like. And all of a sudden now workers are too exhausted they can't work. Uh, no, one's been at a convention in San Diego for the better part of two and a half years, but somehow those, uh, you know, the workers at the, uh, Bayfront, uh, the Hilton Bayfront, uh, have, have been pained, uh, and they don't want to work unless you give them more money. So we'll talk about it. That's coming up next right
4: now with Lou. on wherever you get your podcasts. News Radio 600 Kogo. Live, local, breaking.
0: Cal Fire crews getting a handle on a 10-acre brush fire in Otay Mesa. I'm Jack Cronin, the Kogo News Center. This started as a car fire just before 6 o'clock. It spread into the grass in an open space between Harvest Road and Donovan State Prison. This is along Lone Star Road and Otay Mesa Road. Harvest Road is where it started here, a car fire into the grass. Cal Fire saying it started out with a dangerous rate of spread because it was in that open in space, but they are making good progress now. Potential is for 20 acres right now at 10 with crews on scene in Otay Mesa. San Diego Mayor Todd Gloria and San Diego City council members Raul Campillo and Stephen Whitburn joining workers at the Hilton Bayfront Hotel downtown here today have a potential strike vote on Friday. If passed, this vote authorizes a strike sometime in the future. The union has meeting scheduled with the hotel for Monday and Tuesday.
1: It's economic. Even the hotel offered us 50 cents raise, which is not anywhere in the realm of acceptable to us. We really want to lift our workers out of poverty. They're also not agreeing to pay the continued cost of the health insurance and increases into our pension plan. And so we really need to see a lot more money on the table.
0: Bridget Browning, the president of Unite here, Local 30 of the union representing these 600 workers saying they are prepared to go on strike during Comic-Con. The FDA has approved a fourth coronavirus vaccine, Novavax, now up for approval from the FDA.
3: The FDA has cleared Novavax shots for adults. The vaccine is a more traditional type than the Pfizer and Moderna shots. The CDC still must recommend how the Novavax shots should be used before they're put in circulation. A decision on that is expected next week. The Biden administration has bought 3.2 million million Novavax shots, federal health officials say millions of Americans still haven't been vaccinated against COVID, but they expect at least some to do so when this shot is approved.
0: Lisa LaSera with the update. President Biden started his trip to the Middle East and Israel before heading to Saudi Arabia.
3: Not his controversial upcoming meeting with the Saudi Crown Prince. An interview taped Tuesday at the White House and released in Israel after his first meetings with officials, making headlines locally for his pledge never to let Iran get a nuclear weapon. Biden also vowed not to remove Iran's official military, the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, from the foreign terrorist list. Even if it kills the deal, his administration badly wants to resurrect. An effort to soothe Israeli concerns. Concerns, which may not go as far at home. The White House has tried again and again to make the President's upcoming meeting with the Saudi Crown Prince, Mohammed bin Salman, and a push for more Gulf oil production, a footnote of his trip.
0: Well, Jackie Hendrick. Hey, college basketball games officially been announced for an active-duty aircraft carrier here in San Diego. The USS Abraham Lincoln will host a college basketball game on Veterans Day, Friday, November 11th. It'll be Michigan State and Gonzaga. will play a late-afternoon contest on the deck of the carrier in Coronado at Naval Station, North Island. Island. Only members of the military be in attendance. It'll be the third time a carrier game will be played in San Diego. Michigan State and North Carolina played on the Carl Vinson in 2011 with President Obama courtside. San Diego State and Syracuse played in 2012 on the USS Midway Museum. And Top Gun Mavericks passed $600 million at the U.S. box office with the San Diego based movie becoming only the 12th film ever to hit the milestone. Tom Cruise's summer
2: blockbuster continues to soar at the box office. Paramount Pictures released the latest and the film has surpassed Titanic's first run release, taking in over $600 domestically.
1: You think up there you're dead? Believe me.
3: Top Gun Maverick is now the 12th movie in domestic box office history. To cross that threshold, and does so in 47 days, Titanic remains the highest-grossing domestic movie in the studio's history, with its re-release grosses putting the film...
2: At 659 million. 2019's Avengers Endgame is the fastest growing pick to 600 million in 10 days.
0: That's Michelle Polino. Let's check in real-time traffic. Kogo News Time, 633. Here's Darren Edwards.
4: And thank you, Jack. This report is sponsored by Ruder Ranger. Northbound 15 looking good from Mission Valley up into Escondido. 25 minutes on that run. Uh, But it gets heavy again from Mission Road in Fallbrook up into Temecula. And we have an accident on the northbound 15 near the Rainbow Truck Scales. Uh, That's over on the right shoulder and adding to those delays getting up into Temecula. Southbound 15 at the 76 connector. We have a multi-vehicle crash in the center divide. CHP is on scene for that. South down 15 at the 8 connector in Mission Valley. CHP's running a traffic break right now, clearing some debris out of travel lanes. We have a hit and run accident still clearing on the westbound 8 at the Fairmount Avenue off-ramp. A couple of vehicles involved in that one. This report is sponsored by Rooter Ranger at 888 ranger to get you out of plumbing danger for fast, affordable plumbing and emergency drain services. Call Rooter Ranger and get out of plumbing danger. ReuterRanger.com I'm Darren Edwards. Kogo's next real-time traffic update is coming up at 643.
0: Kogo's update: San Diego weather. Tomorrow, low to mid-70s along the water, but tomorrow begins the inland heat up. You're looking at upper 80s tomorrow inland, low 90s inland by Friday, Saturday, Sunday with a chance for thunderstorms and rain in the mountains and deserts, 10 to 15% chance Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and in into Sunday. Right now, downtown, at 70 degrees. I'm Jack Cronin. Next update, 7 o'clock. We continue with Lou Penrose. Thank you so much. 800-600-Kogo is my telephone number. 800-600-5646
2: at Lou Penrose on Twitter, Lou Penrose Radio and Instagram, and on the free iHeartRadio app, you just go to the Kogo.com page and click on talk back, and you can participate in the program that way. So the Hilton San Diego Bayfront Hotel uh, is where Comic-Con's going to be, and the local union of... Cooks, dishwashers, food servers, bussers, banquet workers, housekeepers, laundry attendants, and front desk agents comprise the Unite Here Local 30. They're preparing to hold strike authorization vote sometime this week. So I, 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 from what I understand, the negotiations have been going on for quite some time and, and not going on well between labor and management. Now, I'm, I'm, I am consider myself pro-labor. Not necessarily pro-union. I have been pro-union. I'm pro-union on a case-by-case basis, Travis. You and I have been arguing about this uh, from time to time when, uh, when issues do come up. Because there's a lot of people that believe the time for a union has far left us. And uh, essentially, at a time of, of not just full employment, with a, a labor shortage, that the idea that a union would go on strike at this time uh is on un, it's unbelievable right I mean you got to be kidding me get another job if you don't like the pay at the Hilton San Diego Bayfront hotel this job just help wanted signs everywhere and I don't think you need a union
4: ever really
2: I, I, I mean I, I can't see it I I I well I look I like I said it's a case- by-case basis we want to talk about American manufacturing electricians uh you want to talk about the uh, you know Auto workers, I mean, I, I'm open to the discussion in some of these industries, uh, but when we're talking about cooks and dishwashers and food servers, all by the way, an honest day's work, and I've done most Absolutely. of this stuff yeah. so I, it has nothing to do with the job, but the union movement in this state, led by a lot of union people like the former assemblywoman, uh, Lorena Gonzalez, she has like misunderstood the way capitalism works and has convinced a lot of people that their job is worth more because they want more money. Just because you want more money doesn't mean you're worth more. And by the way, you don't get more because the price of living around you goes up. The job's the same. And union leaders just don't understand that. They, they can't comprehend it. They're always making these arguments that like, oh, well, I can't afford to live anymore where I used to live, so I should get more money. That's not a good reason to pay you more money. Right? If you're a dishwasher, the dishes are the same. The soap is the same. The water's the same. The loading of the dishwasher is the same. Just because your landlord, uh, you know, increased your rent, that's not a good reason to go into the Hilton Bayfront and say, I'm going to go on strike unless you give me more money so I can pay my rent. One has nothing to do with the other. Here's Mayor Todd Gloria. Gloria, by the way, he announced his support for hundreds of hospitality workers uh, seeking a contract with the Hilton San Diego Bayfront Hotel. He said the pandemic changed the way that hotels operate. No, it didn't. It did not. It shut down the hotels. What are you talking about? The hotels operate now exactly in the same way that they did then. Except now there's a plastic bag around the remote control. Everybody that's trying to get more money out of people is always talking about the pandemic changing the way we do business. Ch- there, it's changed the way some people do some business, but by and lo- certainly in the hotel business, it's exactly the same. You check into a hotel, you go upstairs, you get into bed. You go down to the lobby, and you order a drink. What else goes on in a hotel? The pandemic has had a direct impact on the lives and livelihoods of hotel employees, Their workers deserve a fair contract with pay benefits and hours that reflect the work is essential to the health of San Diego's economy. Said mayor Todd Gloria, I'm joining as a partner in this fight because we cannot forget the sacrifices these workers made in the darkest days of the pandemic. Well, look, we all made sacrifices. What, what sacrifice did a hospitality worker in San Diego make that was different than all the other sacrifices we made? In fact, I, if you were in the hotel business, you, were, you got unemployment. And a lot of these people were making more money in unemployment than they were making washing dishes at the Hilton Bayfront, uh, you know, San Diego. So they were all made whole. Right? The, the people running the conventions, they're the ones that got screwed. The vendors got screwed. The people who blew up the balloons, they got screwed. But the workers were made whole. Here is uh, one of the. Let's see, this is one of the workers, Bridget Browning, making the argument.
1: It's economic. You know, the hotel offered us fifty cents raise, which is not anywhere in the realm of acceptable to us. We really want to lift our workers out of poverty. I
3: love this tax really
2: That's always that's always the line. We want to lift our workers out of poverty. Here's here's a here's a news flash, girl. Um, if you're in poverty, working at the Hilton Bayfront, get another job. No one stop lift yourself out of poverty. Don't be impoverished. Stop showing up to work. I mean, if it's if you're in poverty working at the Hilton San Diego Bayfront, go get another job. Stop right now. That's my recommendation to you. I don't want you to be in poverty one more day. I don't want anybody to be in poverty. Stop making the beds at the Hilton San Diego Bayfront. Quit. Punch out. Go home right now. Don't be in poverty. No one's asking you to live in poverty. But you don't get to have as much as you want. 50 cents is laughable. You know how many employees, 50 cents, you know, across hundreds of hospitality workers per hour is not insignificant. I don't know what percentage that is of what they're making now, uh, but uh, I mean, how do you quantify 50 cents is laughable, so what's fifty? Is that is it three times laughable? Is that somewhere in the realm of acceptable? I mean, you know, w- w- what exactly you're asking for? So you can say, we want, a $2 an hour raise. And then they can say, we'll give you a 50 cent an hour raise. And then you can start negotiating. But do start, start talking about poverty. My favorite is the one worker here. Uh, what's his name? Are we, are we allowed to give his name? I guess he was stupid enough to give his name. Oh, it's a her. Naomi Ponce. Naomi Ponce is a dreamer. Uh, and she works at the Hilton San Diego Bayfront. That means she's uh, the child of illegal aliens uh, and an anchor baby. She said, quote, I had to move into a garage in Spring Valley after I could no longer afford to pay my rent. Uh, Note to Spring Valley code enforcement. You need to get this idiot out of the garage before she burns down the building. just want to let you know, because that's what they do in those garages. I now share a garage with my younger brother and cousin who was also affected by the pandemic and uh, we I support all three of them. It's not an overstatement to say that our lives have been directed by the by what Hilton Bayfront does next. I ask Hilton Bayfront, do you think I should have to live in a garage? No, no, no one says you have to live in a garage. In fact, it's illegal to live in a garage, you idiot. But don't don't live in the garage. Go get another job. Go to where they're paying you what they what, what you think you're worth. Go if you want two dollars more an hour. Go get a job for two dollars more an hour. Do whatever you want. You're free. You're not incapable. You're not helpless in this society. And as I said, I, I, I feel like I'm pro-labor, and I'm, I'm, I can definitely side with the union on a case-by-case basis, but there's no evidence whatsoever after coming out of a pandemic that hospitality workers in San Diego, of all places, convention city, can make any argument that they're worth more just because they wanted to be so. Grow up. Am I the only adult left in San Diego? Sometimes I think so.
4: All right, Darren Edwards is checking your traffic. Hey, Darren. Hey there, Lou. Thank you so much. This report is sponsored by Toyota Carlsbad. Relaxed and friendly since 1972. We have a car fire out in Casa de Oro, westbound 94 at Kenwood. This one's now over on the right shoulder. Fire crews are on scene. You will see a few scattered brake lights in that area. Southbound 15 at the 76 up in Fallbrook. Still working on an accent in the center divide. A couple of vehicles involved in that one. Northbound 15 still seeing plenty of brake lights between Mission Road in Fallbrook and the Riverside County line. We have an accent still clearing on the northbound 15 right at the truck scales in rainbow and an earlier crash in mission valley westbound eight at fairmount is still clearing off the right shoulder toyota carlsbad used cars offers over five acres of certified used toyotas as well as other makes and models all used vehicles at toyota carlsbad come with a limited warranty too and right now toyota carlsbad is looking to buy cars find details at toyotacarlsbad.com i'm darren edwards cogo's next real-time traffic Stay connected.
0: Stay informed 24-7. News Radio 600. Kogo. Hey, it's Jack Cronin coming up here seven eight o'clock with Darren Smith. We got a college basketball game coming to San Diego on an aircraft carrier, the Abraham Lincoln, just featured in Top Gun Maverick. Now coming back to port at North Island and Coronado, will be hosting a college basketball game in November. We have got Top Golf coming to San Diego, and speaking of Top Gun, the movie making history, based right here in San Diego, making history at the box office. All coming up here, News Radio six hundred Kogo.
2: 800-600-COGO is my telephone number, 800-600-5646. You can reach me in so many ways. I got an email from Linda. Linda said, I want to thank you for thinking of us on fixed incomes, we seniors. I think Governor uh, Newsom should go back to his original thought, sending registered automobiles with insurance, uh, the rebate. I appreciate you, Linda. I appreciate you listening. And uh, you better believe I'm looking out for seniors on fixed incomes. Uh, I'm looking out for all Californians. Look, here's the reality. All the money that they're talking about is surplus money anyway. So the state, um, what's the word I want? The state, there's no harm to the state's budget. Unfortunately, the state does not have to experience any harm financially to write everybody a check. And by the way, what did they they come up with? $200 a person by October? They could write you $400. They could write you $2,000. I mean, the budget surplus amounts to something along the lines of $2,800 per man, woman, and child. So it's significant. Now, when we do our budget surpluses, I think it is wise to save some of it because we have a rain or shine kind of budget here, uh, a a, a rain or shine kind of economy here in California. Uh, Some years we have a lot of extra money. Some years we are running a huge deficit, and it's always a big argument in September. So I think it's smart and prudent uh, for rainy day funds, and I supported uh, Governor Jerry Brown's institution of a rainy day fund. But, uh, you know, it's raining now, right? I mean, this is the time to tap into that rainy day fund because people are really hurting and i'm i'm pleased that they came to some agreement anytime democrats are sending you back some of your own tax dollars it's to the good you're not going to catch me belly aching right president biden went on tv and said we're going to send everybody back 18 cents a gallon federal tax dollars and we'll have congress figure out where to find the money and i i you no know, belly aching for me i was like good I think, and when six months is over, we should say we need another six months. And re upping our six month gas tax holiday from the feds uh, until kingdom come. Uh, So I'm pleased that they came up with $200. We're going in the right direction. But the idea of cutting out seniors on fixed incomes and giving the money to illegal aliens uh, is just a sign of the times with the California Democrat Party. And you, Democrats, I know that I have listeners. Uh, On the Democrat side of the aisle, you need to right size that attitude because it is not consistent with the way normal Californians think. Hey, uh, speaking of President Biden, so he met yesterday with Mexico's president uh, and they addressed the border issue. They're still calling it migration. Travis makes me insane. Uh, but uh, the president of Mexico, he had a great. Uh, this you know, this is rich. He said, you know, the problem isn't only with migrants heading north. There's some migrants heading south.
3: Mexican leaders admit there is a problem with what's going on on the border, and so now they're pledging to spend 1.5 billion dollars of their own money to improve infrastructure and security in processing on their side of the border. But Mexico's leader says he's also seeing an uptick in the number of Americans going into his country to fill up their gas tanks, especially as prices in Mexico could be significantly cheaper than what drivers in states like california are paying did you catch that we have two hundred fifty thousand
2: illegal aliens running into our country monthly and the president of mexico says yeah i mean but we got migration problems i mean we got americans coming into mexico to fill up their tank classic average price of gas in america 463 a gallon average price in mexico three dollars a gallon darren and jack are next